Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode 171 of Just Another Knicks Fan. Hosted by your boy. And, um, yeah, I could have recorded this episode yesterday, which was a Monday, but, uh, there was a lot going on on Sunday, man. I had to reflect all of that. Like, I literally ain't do shit on Sunday except watch all the games, bro. I watched all of them shits, boy. Uh, World Cup, we watched that. Watched the Knicks versus Pacers, watched that. No, um, Jets versus Lions, watched that. Giants versus Redskins to end the day, watched that. So, yeah, woke up around 9.30, took a quick shower. Whoop. And then um, 10 to 1 o'clock, watched the World Cup. And I went into a double OT, went to penalty kicks. Then before I know Jets game started, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, Jets did some Jets stuff, man. I don't know how to explain it. This is just a quick recap, but I'm going to take a deep dive. I was like four. I was like, all right, let me go clean my car real quick. Clean my car. Whoop, whoop. Back. Watch the Knicks game, bro. Watch the Knicks game, bro. So now... It's like 7.30. Knicks came over. Knicks won. I'm hype. I was like, I've been home all day, man. Got to link the homies up. Uh, did that. Watched the Giants game. The Giants won. Uh, people, you know, questioned the officiating, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. We won that game. Overall, Knicks and Giants won. So I'm, I'm chilling. I mean, I didn't want the Jets to win, but what the fuck? Yo, you know what I mean? Uh, interesting, interesting day to say the least. So then on Monday I woke up. I just, just like damn man, I really, really, ain't do shit on Sunday, man. Like I was, that was like, some real chill movements I was on, man. To be that chill, bro. Like that was hella chill, bro. Like for real. So, and I got on my productive bandwidth yesterday. I was hella productive. Um, I hope so. And now I'm here, man, with the pod, man, with episode 171. You know, I just woke up. I, honestly, yeah, everybody wanted Messi to win. I was cool with Messi winning, too. Like, I, I didn't have no problem with that. But once the score got 2-0, I was like, yo, man, shit getting type dicey out here, man. And shit got turned up, yo. Literally, like, on the 79th minute, shit got turned up. And a part of me didn't want this game to end, man. This game was too good. It was probably... You know, I heard all, like, the experts say, greatest World Cup game of all time. I was like, oh, shit. I I, I know I'm not bugging. This game is lit. Um, Mbappe, it's a tough-ass name, by the way. Um, he had a hat trick. You know, Messi, I guess, was on his LeBron flow. Two goals, one assist. So he did have his hand in every goal. That shit was amazing. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the penalty kicks. I ain't gonna lie, man. France looked a bit shaky. They just looked nervous. They like they didn't want no parts of that shit, man. So I wasn't surprised that they lost some penalty kicks. But you know, at the end of the game or end of regulation, end of overtime is is is, is what I'm trying to say. One twenty four, hundred twenty fourth minute. I thought Mbappe was gonna score again, bro. I thought I dead ass thought he was gonna score, and shit didn't work out. And then she went to penalty kicks because if he scored right before the end of overtime, my nigga, wow, why that shit would have been crazy, bro. Overall, I am a soccer fan now. Like, I always watch the World Cup. I occasionally, you know, tune in during the Olympics. But 
Um, I, I I was heavily invested this year in the World Cup, and it was fun. Maybe I'm heavily invested because it's every four years, but um, it was pretty cool. With, like you know, hearing during the game that like most of these players uh, that are playing for their respective countries, they their teammates on other teams and shit. It's like you know when the NBA with 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 the Olympics and all that. But I will also say this: the NBA FIBA World Cup. That shit about to get more lit, man, because. I was paying attention this last off season, man. Like the motherfucking crowds was jam packed. These people, these hoopers and, and their fans go hard for the country, man. That World Cup shit, that shit really matters to people. I, I don't think um, us as Americans understand that, but uh, I'm beginning to understand that shit, man. You know, whatever people put their value on, they put their value on, bro. Look, I seen Evan Fournier go ham. That's the thing I'm saying, man. Like yo, Fournier, bro, we. We're going to get to the Knicks, bro. We're going to get to the Knicks, man. This is one of those remix episodes. Because this is a remix kind of day, bro. It's my sports Equinox. I don't go to the Equinox gym, but my boy do. He pay that $284 membership every month, bro. Got to respect that shit. Um, yeah, man. So that World Cup game was lit. I'm a fan. I know 2026 is going to be in America, Canada, and Mexico. So, now everybody, everybody landed the ducks up in a row for 2026. Everybody like, yo, we on movements, my nigga. And I was like, all right, cool, we on movements, for real. So, we got time to prep up, get our life together. That's the name of the game, bro. I'm trying to do that shit anyways. But, um, yeah, man, that World Cup shit was lit. Uh, I sort of didn't want that game to end. You know, as the game progressed, I thought I wanted France to win because Mbappe, he was on some shit out there, bro. In a good way. Uh, you know, but then I'm like, damn, it's already 1 o'clock, I ain't do shit. Like, in 103, it's already 103, and the Jets-Lions game is on, so I was like, yo, let me tune in over here. And, uh, Zach Wilson, Zach Attack. That was, uh, yeah, he played an inconsistent game, I guess. Now he did, there's no guessing, but he made some plays, man. He made plays. He had 18 completions for, like, 300-something yards. He was out there making plays. Uh, it's weird because I'm not like no football expert, but now he makes the difficult throws or, or the, the scrambling, broken plays is pretty good at that. It's just like just simple crossing route screen plays. I seen him struggling with it was weird. I'm like, bro, you could do that, but you can't do this. And then Mike White can't do what Zach Wilson was doing yesterday, which was just launch bombs like that, bro. Zach Wilson was just throwing bombs across the field on some shit. So, you know, you put them two together, man. Like, if you're making Mike Wilson or Zach White, <coughs> that's an ideal quarterback, bro. You know what I mean? But that loss wasn't solely on Zach Wilson, bro. Um, they really couldn't run the ball to save their life. So I don't know how much Zach Wilson plays a part in that. Yeah, he did throw an interception, but come on, man. Like, let's not. Act like that was, that's what make made or break. You know what I'm trying to say, man. That wasn't the defining play of the game. Yeah, it hurt, but it wasn't like, oh, that's it, man. This, he fucked up. That's it. He keep fucking on. Nah, like he, he made plays, man. He made plays. You know, the last drive, he third and eighteen, fourth and nineteen, and he converting these shits, bro. Um, time management was definitely interesting. It was interesting the way they went about things. I had to see what Robert Sala, the the coach of the New York Jets, see what his mindset was after that, after soaking in the L 
And he's like, yeah, I should have uh, preserved some more time, utilized the time much better. Yeah, because there's a few times where a couple of instances where I feel like they should have used the time up, whatever they didn't, because uh, if, if if it did have to call the time out, it, it could have been at least 25 seconds left on the clock after Elijah Moore had that catch. So they definitely could have got further down the field and then eventually kick a field goal. I mean, Zerline is a solid field goal kicker, so I'm not surprised that, you know, if Salah felt good at 58 yards because Zerline makes field goals. He's a solid kicker, man. He's They give him, like, a kicker kick name and shit like that. He got a cool nickname. I forgot the nickname, though, but, yeah, he, he his, like, career high is 60 Fifty yard yard attempt. I see. I see what was going on. There was enough to to tie the game, but and that's just, it, like I said, it was so impressive. Third and eighteen, fourth and nineteen. My boy converting those shits like it's nothing, man. I gotta respect that. But you just gotta work on the the fundamental throws, bro. Like just crossing rail shits or whatever, swing passes and shit. I, I was just confused. I'm like, well, how could you do that? But you can't do this type shit. But yeah, the Jets running game wasn't that much existent for the most of the game. And then that fourth, obviously, it all came down to that fourth down play. And I'm pretty sure that that shit was demoralizing, man. Like, that was definitely a demoralizing L for sure, um, especially if they just made that field goal. But at the end of the day, the Lions, I guess, just made enough, made more plays overall, man. They had the special teams touchdown, then they had this touchdown, and then, uh, interception that led to a field goal, and the Jets didn't make enough plays, man. I know Quentin Williams was also hurt, so that definitely paid into uh, it was a big impact because the Giants, the Jets weren't able to get to get to the quarterback, so that was a tough loss. But the positive thing is, uh, are the Raiders, but they have a quick turnaround. They play on fucking Thursday. They play the Jags. The Jags, bro. Just for the Jags, that's going to be a critical game because uh, the Tennessee Titans, I have noticed, are 7-7. Seven and seven. And the uh, Jaguars are 6-8. And, and Jaguars only one game behind the Titans. But with all that being said, motherfucker, I'm rooting for the Jets to win that game. But the Jaguars could still lose that game and then still end up making the playoffs because uh, they own a tiebreaker as of now. Against the Titans, so um, if the Tennessee Titans and the Jaguars finish with the same record, the Jaguars can still make the playoffs. So it's not all hope is done for them because they could uh, get in by winning the division, which is definitely way more feasible for them because they don't have the Buffalo Bills in their conference. But uh, the Patriots also did a great job of helping the Jets out uh, by giving away that game. I took great pleasure in watching that collapse. Um, Fuck yeah. That was nice to see the Patriots do what they did right there. Um, yeah, just fuck it, man. I be sometimes... I was rooting for the Patriots when they had Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm just tired of this shit, bro. Um, I'm glad he did the, Glad Jacoby Myers did what he did, man. Injury and But, um, yeah, the Patriots definitely helped the Jets out. That was nice of them to do that because they also on the tiebreaker... The Chargers beat the Titans, so it's a whole lot of wild shit going on. Uh, a lot for the Jets to win, so they can make the playoffs. To so see the Jets and Giants in the playoffs, and then um, yeah, after the Jets game was over, the Knicks game was on. Man, man, 
mine, mine, mine. And I was happy that we won that game, bro. Um, fourth quarter, scores like 99-93 for like seven minutes, bro. And, you know, when you're down by six, you're a bit concerned. Like, if you're up by six and the score is 99-93, you're not that. You're like, all right, it's cool with me. I'm cool with if it stays at this rate, you know. You're cool with that score. But um, Jalen Brunson made some plays. McGrimes hit a three. And then Jalen Brunson made some more plays. And then um, Julius Randle with free throws. Six free throws. Six straight free throws. Six out of six from the foul line. Um, Honestly, I didn't expect him to go six for six from the free throw line. But I tell you what, man. I was I was pretty pleased. Like, I'm really... Not only happy as a Knicks fan that Julius Randle made those free throws, but I'm happy for him because, like, I know he shot an air ball against the Bulls for the game-winning shot, but just to see him come through in the clutch, like in a clutch moment, like we needed all of him. We needed him to make all those free throws. And the fact that he was able to do that uh, is a testament to his hard work and his confidence in himself. And, you know, like he always says, he trusts in his work, but... I also want Julius Randle to hit a game winner just for the sake of Julius Randle, man. Like, just for his confidence. I feel like he deserves to hit a game winner, man. I know he hit one against the Wizards, but that was preseason, so I'm not even going to count that big dog. I mean, I did, he did hit a game time three against Philly in the right baseline. But I'm talking about game winner, like, to win the game type shit, you know. But he played well. He's played well. RJ Barry, he didn't make a three, 0 for 5, but... Other than that, bro, he was playing his game, man. Getting to the rack efficiently, shooting off the glass, making his free throws, making the right plays, man. Even the three-pointer shots he missed, he missed. He, like, if the shot's there, you got to take it. And, like, he's continued to play his game, you know, regardless of a make or a miss. But, um, you know, he's figuring out how to pick his spots better, which is good, which is what I expected him to do anyways. And uh, Thibodeau, even Tom Tibbs was like, yo, um, you know, it takes him a while to, to get this, this season going, season started. I'm just like, yo, that's, uh, it's like 20, 30 games, bro. Like, it's, it is what it is at this point, right? But just to say that it's okay, I don't think it's okay, but it is what it is, right? It's not okay, the fact that he's doing that. But what you going to really do, bro? What is you really going to do about that, man? Um, But I'm happy overall where he's definitely picked up his play. When he was slumping, like I said, man, RJ doesn't have the prettiest game. So, like, when he's playing bad, that shit gonna look bad, bro. Like, when he's struggling, like, that shit, you just like, ah. It'd be hard to watch, I ain't gonna lie, but he's been playing better, and I'm happy for two reasons. One, because I'm a Knicks fan. Two, this is good for him. Three, I'll have another reason. He's on my fantasy team, so helps a lot in all areas, man. I'm pretty sure it helps him. I'm pretty sure you know he's he knows he's that dude, but but we need to see him more often. Like I don't want to be surprised when he has a great game. You know, I I expect it more often than not. But yeah, when the Knicks won that game, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, oh, did we really pull this shit out? Like it, it just didn't look like we was gonna win this game. It just I was surprised that Miles Turner missing all them free throws. But Miles Turner's not like a free throw misser, bro. He's actually decent free throw shooter, decent shooter in general. He's a great player, but I was just I was happy though. I was pleasant, pleasantly so pleased with him missing those free throws because it kept us within the game. It kept us within striking distance. So, 
But Buddy Hill was boring the fuck out, man. I was like, ah, damn, bro. I see why you were the guy that made the most three-pointers outside of Steph Curry. Like, I see it now. I always know he could shoot since the Oklahoma days, but I didn't know he was only like that out in Indiana, man. You know what I'm saying? So he was doing his thing. Halliburton is doing his thing. Like, we was able to pull that out because our, our mid-three did the damn thing, bro. We did the damn thing, bro. And then we played the foul game at the end, which had me a little nervous. I'm like, this thing could easily backfire, but... Uh, Jay Randall held it down, and then Halliburton took a half-court heave, and that shit almost went in, to be honest with you. But I'm just glad we didn't. I'm glad it didn't. And now the Knicks are on a seven-game winning streak, dog. We had a nine-game winning streak two years ago, but now we have a seven-game winning streak. We are the hottest team in the NBA right now, bro. Orlando surprisingly had won six straight games also. I didn't know that until they beat the Celtics and the world let me know, like, yo, the Magic won six straight games, boy. And then I'm watching the, the Hawks highlights last night versus Orlando. Hawks are 12, bro. And uh, they almost gave that game away. Um, it was up 112-124 after a Trey Young three, and then Trey Young stares at Wagner and got teed up. And then the Magic, after the technical foul free throw, cut the lead to 11, scored another 12 points in a row. And it's like four seconds left, I think. Yeah, I think it was like four seconds. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, the John Tamori got fouled. He made a couple free throws. And then um, the Hawks pulled out that victory. But I've noticed every single time, well, only two times. The two times I've seen the Hawks get real swaggy with it, um, they almost gave the game away. You know, the first time was against the Rockets. Uh, they was up like 16, 18, 19 points, and, and they was really flexing their muscle. Ended up, and they ended up losing that game. And um, this game was also a very similar situation where they almost uh, ended up losing the game. Um, I saw the call. I saw the shot. I don't know if it was really a foul or not, but uh, the referees called it. I'm not saying like it wasn't a foul or it is a foul. It was a bad call. I just found it interesting that they called that foul in that situation. But um, uh, they almost lost that game. You know, they pretty much had that game wrapped up, and the Magic turned up, man. And shout out to the Magic, man. Six straight victories. But you know, with that loss, the Knicks remain the hottest team in the NBA. But uh, I wouldn't have minded Atlanta Hawks' loss at all. But it was good to see that Orlando team showing out with all the young talent that they have. So, you know, shout-outs to them. But uh, back to the Giants, man. The Giants. The G-Man. This was like the last last game of the day that I'm watching. And we all know this is a very critical game for the Giants. It's like a make-or-break situation for us uh, because there's not that many winnable games that we see on the schedule well. And this was one of them. And also, not only that it's a winnable game, but it's also against our, our division rival and shit like that, you know. Um, also, um, I believe the Commanders are a more talented team, but you know, we've just had the number throughout these previous years. And we can't say that about too many teams. And the Commanders is one team I can say. As a Giants fan, we've had their number. So, we needed to get this win. I just felt like we we just not to... Uh, we, uh, uh, yeah. Um... 
yeah, I feel like this win and, and we could possibly beat the Colts. You know, I'm not a little Vikings game, not too sure. Uh, Eagles game, not too sure. I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if those are the last four games left. Well, we're eight five and one. Eight five and one, which means that's fourteen. Yeah, we got three games left. So uh, the only winnable game I see is that Colts game and the Colts, bruh. Blew a thirty three point lead, bruh. Tres tres. That's crazy, bro. Trenta y tres, bro. That's wild, bro. They really did that, bro. So I'm um, hopefully they're not motivated when they play the Giants. Hopefully this is demoralized. Like, oh man, we suck. Like, no, they're not motivated to play at all, so we can secure that ninth victory. And just in case any other team finishes out with nine nine victories outside the Redskins, we good money, bro. Like, uh even the Redskins, fuck it, man. We got the tiebreaker. Um Yeah. So it could be nine seven and one and it's no problem. Uh what is gonna be interesting, however, is is the Lions definitely are knocking on the door. Uh they're definitely knocking on the door. A few teams are knocking on the door. But the Giants game, man, Thibodeau, Kevin Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, then we got Tom Thibodeau. This is Thibodeau Nation right now, bro. All the Tibbs in New York right now are getting tremendous love, man. He he scored seven points for us. Um, Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau has helped us get seven straight victories, but um, Saquon definitely showed up that game. D. D Jones made the necessary plays on, you know, third downs, and that fourth and nine conversion was very critical. I'm glad we got that done, and we was able to make it a twenty to twelve game. Yeah, it was some shitty officiating at the end of the game, but um, yeah, definitely pass interference, but also um, it was also illegal contact on the uh on the Redskins O line. So they poked my boy in the eye, Cape on Thibodeau. So that's definitely a penalty. So them shits would have offset and then they would have ran it back. So that's what it ultimately comes down to. Not only that, they still gotta convert on a two point conversion, but uh Thibodeau made a phenomenal play to ensure that uh Heineke didn't get into the end zone because he was right there. If Thibodeau didn't come in the way uh he's Heineke's in the end zone. We're looking at a whole different scenario. So definitely happy at the fact that the Giants won that game. And sort of eases things up for us down the stretch, but we still got to win a game or two to secure that slot. And the same thing goes for the Jets. Um, as far as the Nets, the Nets, they're also on fire, man. Kyrie been on some shit, man. Uh, they came back against the Pistons. I'm surprised it took what it took for the Nets to beat the Pistons, you know. But it is what it is. They won like nine out of their last ten. Knicks won seven straight. Um, that's the most important thing is the Knicks winning seven straight. The Giants have a shot to like clinch the playoffs. So I don't know what the magic number is, but we here, man. The Jets, they got a critical game on Thursday, but I forgot what this feel like, man. New York sports in a frenzy in December. I forgot what this shit feel like, man. Dead fucking ass, bro. I just took a sip of water, but... Forgot what this shit felt like, man. But I'm also looking at the next schedule. Like, how many more times are we going to play the Bulls? I know it's just three times after we play the Bulls uh, on Friday. That's pretty much going to wrap things up for the Knicks versus the Bulls. How many times are the Knicks going to play the Pistons? I'm pretty sure we're done playing. But it's like, goddamn, we just going to keep playing these motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, as great as the Knicks playing, my thing is, yo, it's hard to beat a team three straight times within like a week. That's what they pretty much asking them. Hey, can you guys beat the Bulls three times in a week? Like, I don't fucking know. And I'm pretty sure the Bulls are going to be motivated. Like, oh, they, they knocked us out twice in our house. So, 
Let's go return. I'm pretty sure the Bulls, like, come oh, on, man. They got the more DeRozan, and Zach Levine and shit, man. Lonzo Ball injury is a very huge concern in my eyes because uh, he might be out for the rest of the season. I'm pretty surprised because he had, like, a torn meniscus. I thought that's something, from what I believe was a torn meniscus, I, I thought that's something that he, he would be back from by now, but obviously it's a bigger concern. But uh, speaking of the Pistons, man, Kay Cunningham was definitely on my fantasy team. Uh, NBA fantasy team, let's clarify that. And you know, he's out for the season. But he was doing a solid job, man. He was like one of those under-the-radar picks. He's supposed to be going to come up this year. He was averaging 19-6. and six. Um, Solid stats, man. Solid stats for where I selected him. But, but I don't remember. I think it was in a solid, solid position. But unfortunately, you know, he's hurt. So can't really um, capitalize off the solid pick that I had. And it just made me think about the Pistons, man. The Pistons was definitely trying to trying to make some noise this year, man. It's not easy, man, because they had Bogdanovich, you got Alec Burks. Yeah, these ain't fucking franchise cornerstones, but they some solid players, bro. Um, you had him, then you got Ivy, you got Ivy, you got Kate Cunningham, bro. Like that's a solid, that's a competing team, bro. That's not an easy W, bro. But then like shit happens, man. Uh, Bogdanovich. Played better than I think what they thought. And then Kate Cunningham got hurt and then injuries and all of that shit sort of just caught up. And things just sort of went haywire. But when you look at how this constructing the team, man, it wasn't a tank, bro. I think it just, shit just happened. And that's like sort of the best way to get the most out of the season is to tank. is because Cunningham's hurt. Uh, you got Jalen Duran. You got Zed Stewart. You got Ivy. And, you know, you add a couple of more young pieces, you know, our team will look scary, man. That team did have talent, does have talent, but it's talent banged up a little bit, man. So I'm not surprised at the route that the Pistons have taken, but they put up a good fight against the Nets. Just, you know, kind of hang on to that lead because Kyrie is Kyrie and KD is KD. But shit, it's not easy in the NBA, man. So for the Knicks have a seven-game winning streak, not, hopefully we, we, we can continue to extend that throughout this homestand, and, and just see where it goes, man. Let's just see where it goes. I'm enjoying the ride, but keep playing the Bulls, bro. I'm like, that's some bullshit, bro. But it is what it is, man. But this was definitely like a jam-packed sports day on Sunday, and I just used Monday to sort of like just soak it all in. And then after that, you know, today I decided to drop this episode, and, and it was fun, man. It was fun recording this, the next play the Warriors today uh, without Steph Curry. Uh, who got hurt playing defense, hurt his shoulder playing defense. Um, I also broke my wrist playing defense. Uh, so I guess I could relate to the injury. Um, but uh, we got to take advantage of this. You know, it's not like the Knicks, uh, you know, line Curry up from before the game started. So it was just something that happened. But, uh, yeah, you got to take advantage, man. Why not? That is what it is. You know, we still missing OB topping, so. Yeah, I'm just playing, man. But but Obi get well soon. Curry get well soon. And uh, also, I realized that Dylan Brooks got all the smoke for the Warriors. And I find that shit very, very entertaining. Shit is funny as hell. And um, looking forward to that Knicks game today against the Warriors. And uh, let's go Knicks, man. Episode 175. Yes, sir.